Would you rather never be able to read again or never be able to hear music again? Never be able to read again. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't what? read anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we just came back from a weekend where I ticked off a bucket list of mine mm. and it was the F1 in Melbourne and it was honestly like one of the funnest weekends I've had in a long, long time. It was f- like fucking schoolies. <laughs> it felt like honestly. we were honestly at schoolies. We, it was a very, very big weekend, but I know we had one of the biggest Dude. come downs ever, but oh, it was worth it. The whole time I was, was going through this really bad hangover, I was like, it's, it was all worth yeah, it. It was. We got there Wednesday. We partied from Wednesday t- to Monday. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like, fuck. Proper. Like 5 a.m. jobs every night. Yeah. Like it was fucking stupid, but great. So, so, so when we got COVID for the first time and we were in isolation for, I don't know, 10 days, whatever, and we watched Drive to Survive from start to finish, like six oh, seasons or four best. seasons. And we just got super invested in F1. So now we follow it both. We're fake followers. We're just fake followers. Everyone's not laughing at us. Like yeah. we, don't, we don't actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're the fake ones. But we are still super into it. So yeah. to go down there was so much fun. So we did a, doing a video with Daniel Ricardo. Yeah. And so we had a, a Zoom with him. Like a, we did a FaceTime with him like a couple of weeks ago. In Bali with the <laughs> shittest reception. <laughs> yes, shittest reception ever. And he's like, oh, I don't know how into F1 that you guys are. Like. Glenn, you know, I'm not racing this year. I was like, yeah, no, we're into it. Like, we love Drive to Survive. And him and his manager just started laughing. And I was like, fuck, yeah, true. Yeah. We're, the, we're the fake followers. But there was a lot of peaks and pits. Like, mm. so what do you reckon your, like, peak? My peak? Oh, it's hard. It, honestly, it was fucking, it was a very, very event-filled weekend. I'd say filming with Daniel was, yeah. was a peak. You know, obviously watching Drive to Survive, seeing him on TV so much and how much work goes into it and behind the scenes and all that shit. And then actually meeting him and film with him was intense. So mm. so we actually cheered this up. Normally you go through like Red Bull, then Red Bull, then the managers and the PR team and it's just PAs and it's just so gnarly. There's like 15 people that want to fucking approve a script. And this was actually really good because we FaceTime with Daniel and his manager privately. Yeah. And we just kept it between us about the skit and everything. So we rocked up to the day. And we had two skits to film. Um, one of them we filmed, you've probably seen it, saw it on our Instagram. But we had another one to film that was uh, entirely different. And a skit normally takes us about an hour and a half to film. Mm. And then we got there and then met Daniel's, I don't even know. No, that was all the Red Bull people. So we walked into like the paddock where the drivers hang out and it's, they are on another fucking level of fame. Like it's mm. insane. It's fucking mental. So restricted that area too. And we walked in there <laughs> The, the team, there was like eight of them around me like that sort out Daniel's life and he's like, all right, guys, so reading out this like checklist of Daniel's schedule for the day and he's like, you probably got about five to ten minutes. And yeah. I was like, are you fucking joking? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are we going to film? A fucking handshake, like yeah. a fucking intro. And he's like, oh, you know, maybe, we'll, you know, we could get a bit longer. It's all good. And we're like, yeah, sweet. And Daniel was, the poor guy was hiding in the Red Bull room because if he walked out for one second, I'm talking like 30 fucking Filmers, photographers, journalists just run over. Like they've yeah. seen a and fucking... And everyone's throwing like phones in his face oh, and everything. It's crazy. Anyway, so we, he come out. That did happen. Now, no, we met him inside first. Met him inside. And slapped it up. Fuck, he's a legend. Legend. Like, he just had the best, biggest smile always. Just, like, he just goes at this... He's got the best smile. He was just like... 
boys, honestly, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And he was just so down for it. It made it so much better. And I think the people, the 15 people following us around that manage him and shit were just seeing how much fun he was having. So they let it go. We ended up yeah. filming for an hour. Yeah. And the, so the first scene, there was like um, Jack, Fox and I and Daniel, and then we had to do this walk and shot and we couldn't even walk because there was like 30 to 40 paparazzis. Mm. It was in fucking sane so i'd say i'd say that was probably a highlight yeah it's so true i guess like with um f1 there's only 18 drivers yeah you think about footy how many different teams are there's like 30 different people there's only 20 of them that that race and that you don't really know you don't really know reserve grade drivers so they're so famous in that world like and you don't understand like the money and the setup of it all like it's It's just so crazy and well done and so when like when we're in there, we're like Lewis Hamilton walk past us and Max and that. Everyone's there for them. And when anyone sees one of them, it is like Fuck, mayhem. Like crazy. everyone's screaming and running over to him. Oh. So I'd say that was, a, that was a highlight. Yeah, that was a highlight. Film with Daniel. Another peak, I reckon. What's a peak for you? Um, so we were with um, the Red Bull station. So we were with them all weekend and it was a lot of fun. And then on the Saturday, we got kind of roped into doing a DJ set at their marquee tent. And we, we were kind of like, fuck, we didn't know if we wanted to do it because we don't really know how to DJ. Mm. And we're like, fuck, we just need to get kind of have a few more drinks and we might be keen. They fucking, Red Bull just announced it out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. They're like, oh, Spider employed it, fucking DJ. Anyway, so we did that on the Saturday. We did this like a set and it actually ended up being like a lot of fun. Mm. And like Celeste Barber and stuff was on the dance floor. She's a fucking legend. Yeah, a legend. So funny. After that, we kind of just got roped into DJing again all weekend and then on the Sunday, the day of the actual race, which was the best day ever. Drinks were flowing. And then Bag Raiders were DJing there, but there wasn't much going on, like, because everyone wasn't really paying that much attention. Yeah, no one goes there to really dance to, to a dance. DJ. Anyway, so Kylie Minogue was at the Red Bull stage all, all day. She was Heavily like security. security as yeah, well, like yeah. Crazy. And then, anyway, Ben from Red Bull was like, get on the decks, like, go have a go. And I was like, no, I'm not going to kick, like, Bag Raiders off. He said, no, no, he got it. Like, I asked him, it's all good. And then I was like, fuck, I didn't really want to do it, but everyone dragged me over there. And then I was like, fuck it, I'll play one song because it was shutting down anyway. And then I seen Kylie like over in the corner and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play a Kylie Minogue song. So I played, um, in love at first sight. Did you? Yeah, that's yeah, the song. Babe. So I put that on and I turned it up a bit and then... She could, I seen, I was watching Kylie and she kind of looked over and then I was like, waved her over, like dance and waved her over. And then about like 15 seconds later, she came running over. I'm not, I was not I'm, like, there was no one on the dance there floor. There was no, stage. I saw it. There was no one. She ran over and then everyone just swarmed over and there was like a full circle dance Fucking floor around her. Dude. And it was like, just turned on and she was dancing and like, it was, ah. that was like definitely the peak. I, that was peak for me. I and missed you, the whole missed, you missed the whole thing. Fucking thing. I'd, I was standing at the bar chatting to a mate and I was like talking shit and looked over and someone's like, oh, look at Fox and Fox is on top of his fucking table dancing. I was like, oh, it's just Fox, like DJing, whatever. Then I went down to the toilet, did a piss, got out of the toilet and then Kylie Minogue was coming down the stairs and got into like this uh, Rolls Royce or some shit. Everyone's like, did you see, fuck, I was inspired employee DJ with Kylie Minogue dancing? And I was like, get fucked. <laughs> I was like, no, and everyone was talking about it. And I was like, no, you fucking idiot. So I missed out on a highlight. It was, that a was, big highlight. Yeah, it was good. And then and then that night we went to the after party and was DJ with Peak and Duck. I, I did a couple of really bad songs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've showed people like you need to step it up a bit. Same. I put on Believe because I'm like, yes, like, do you believe <laughs> so in slow. Life? 
And it was this, and it went so it was so slow for oh. once. And I thought that was kind of fast. It was like so slow, and I was like, oh no! So I just tried to start singing it. Oh my but anyway, god! It was that was a lot of fun. What's your trough? Pit. 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 <laughs> so yeah, we were with Red Bull. So it was free drinks the whole time, and we were there for three days. So for two days straight, I'd been drinking Red Bull vodkas and Red Bull like, like they had all these cocktails, but they all had Red Bull in them. And so on the Sunday when we we're driving in, I was so hungover and my heart was going like you were so weird. I was really quiet for a long time. I was fucked up. I was really hungover, but I think I also had like 150. No, no, not that many, but like <laughs> here we go. No, I've 150. Red no, I would have had easy 20 Red Bulls. I reckon yeah, over that's the two days. Fucked up. And I was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to take myself to the medical tent. I was like. Dude, that's I was, scary when your heart's beating. And I was just so hungover, and I was like, I can't do this. This is, and I was so <laughs> off myself. What was your pit? So my pit was the hundred percent missing my flight with you in the airport. Oh, so, true. so we went <laughs> on the Monday morning. I was like, you were bad for missing a flight, dude. I'm fucking useless. But on the Sunday night when we're partying, I was, I was genuinely like, I think I might die. Mm. I was scared for the next day because yeah. I. I fucking had five days part, straight of partying and I was like, tomorrow's going to be really bad. Anyway, got to the airport. I think I was still drunk. And uh, our flight, flight was at 10 o'clock. said boarding at 9.35. And at 9.47, I was <laughs> – I don't know. It's completely my fault. But at 9.47, I didn't even know where Fox was. And I was standing at Booze Juice, ordering a juice. And I was like, ah, f-. in my mind, I'm just like, oh, fuck it. If it's leaving at 10, I can get there at 5 too. And then I called Falk and I'm like – Oi, have we ordered yet? Like, what's happening? And he's like, dude, your name just came over the plane. We're about to leave. Like, they're fi- they've done final calls and shit. Yeah, so what happened was I got – I was also getting food bars somewhere else and I heard the call for final boarding call and I was like, fuck. So I was late already and then I got on there because we would split up for the whole morning. Yeah. So I was on the plane – I got on the plane and I was like one of the last on and I was like, fuck, Jack's not on here. And I had a missed call for you. So didn't I, even call me. No, no, I called you. <laughs> and then your name was just like, is there a Jack Steele here? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. I, I was so angry at myself and sad. I just didn't – I was like, yeah, thank you. That's all I said. I didn't even argue. I was like, yeah, cool. No worries. I didn't even care. Went and sat down, new flight was at 3.30. So I laid in the airport for seven hours in fetal position with my hat over my face, literally having panic attacks all day. Are we actually having proper panic attacks? Oh, yeah, no, full on. I didn't even know. I could like a blurry vision <laughs> oh, and shit. I'm serious. And dude. I was laying there and I had my hat over my face and all I could hear was all the chatter of people in the airport, like, and like 100,000 conversations happening. So did you have to walk out of security as well and everything, back and check all the bags and stuff? Yeah, yeah, everything. It was wow. so gnarly. Anyway, so that was my... Was it worth it? Pit. Uh, I want to say no, but it was. It was. It was. I mean, you you can't to... say it wasn't. It was so much fun. I wish I didn't have to go so hard. Mm. Like, you don't need to go to 5 a.m. every fucking time. Like, go home. I sat on the podcast. Nothing good happens after. Oh, when we had that debate, nothing yeah. good happens after 2 a.m. Yeah. And then I was out the other night, and this girl came up to me, and she's like, just remember, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. And it was like 1.50. I was like, you're a fucking queen. Guardian and, angel. Yeah, slave. And did you leave? And I just slayed out of there. Wow. Yeah, bang, gone. And I was woke she up. She didn't say like, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, we woke up amazing. All right. But, so now we, I think we're going to enter health era now. Yeah. We're done with that. It was, yep. it was worth it, but on the health train. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we're back with Would You Rather. We did this uh, segment a couple of weeks ago and we got a big response. We have a lot of people sending in their best Would You Rathers. So Sarah's got a pile of them here and we're <laughs> going to do some more because who doesn't like a good Would You Rather? Exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. We did get a lot. A lot I can't run because a lot of them are filthy. <laughs> no, we should. We, can we not run them? I want to run them. Oh, there's, there's all about like the sucking your dad's dick or you. Or yeah, your no, mom it was and like, shit. like it was like oh. it just went incest yeah, yeah, so yeah. fast, yeah. guys. Like it was not okay. Shut your mute. No, no, no. Shut your fucking mute. Okay, first one sent in from Grace. Would you rather have a dry mouth or a runny nose whenever you kissed somebody? Oh, wow, that's a good one. It's really good if you think about it. How dry? Like cotton ball mouth. Yuck. You'd have to go runny nose and just really suck up. Does that mean your lips are wet? No. Your lips are not wet? You just like dry. You can't have like, oh, I guess you could just like peck someone. But but you you couldn't really like have a proper kiss because you wouldn't, yeah, you just weren't, not enough saliva to work But even like like an open mouth kiss, it'd still be weird if it dry mouth. But so you just assume your lips are really dry as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. I'm going runny nose. Runny nose? It's I like, don't know. Well, it's dripping down your moustache. Yeah, it's like falling on. Oh, if I was oh, getting with someone and, and a little bit of snot fell on my lip. I feel Whoa. like I feel like I just sniff all, all I just try and sniff it up a lot. Like it's physically out of the nose. And it's like then dripping. Then that is a turn off for life. I, but I feel probably. like when you got like real dry mouth, it's like the breath's not gonna be good either. Well, you just don't <laughs> put the tongue in. You just lip it. You just peck. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're both not good. That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I'm, gonna have to, I'm still going nose. I'll go nose. Because I feel like you live with that like, yourself anyway. Yeah, You're I'm always going to be clogged up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd go with the nose because then the liquid can go down into your mouth and then yes. that's like you've got to... Yeah. Are you sit- suggesting combining snot? Yes. <laughs> 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 it extra slippery or really uh, dry. It's really moist, yeah. What are you going, Sarah? Dry mouth. Wet. Dry mouth? For mm. sure. That's a tough one. <laughs> okay. okay. From Brock. Would you rather never leave the suburb you grew up in or travel the world forever but only be able to stay in one place for a week at a time and you can never return? Oh, my God. That's, that's good. That's a hard one. Yeah. Because then, like, if you're traveling around, it's going to be hard to have, like, real close friends. You, you can't. Know? And then you can't. You have to leave them. Oh, and you can never return back oh, to them. Oh, you can never return to the place you've been. Yeah, you oh can't go back to the God. place you've been. So you're always on the move. And unless they're Fuck. coming with you on the move forever, Wait, like, not... you can never go back to your hometown. You can never go back to... You want to fall in love with a girl really quick and get her in on your setup well, because you, you otherwise might... yeah, that makes it's you a lonely sad. life. It's a good life. Traveling everywhere and like it'd be fine, but it'd get exhausting. That makes me so sad. You can never like have a home then. Nah, no, no. I don't. Imagine like not leaving your hometown. Yeah, Imagine, that's like, not bad actually. We have a pretty good I hometown. Swear a lot of people do that. Yeah, true. Yeah, a lot of people. But never. You never. You've never. They're true. Like Mrs. Crawley. <laughs> wow, that, that's actually so sad. Like thinking yeah. about both of them because to not leave my hometown makes. I'd rather honestly go to prison, but to then just not be able to like settle. I mean, I don't even like settling anyway, but like spending more than a week and then, yeah, a family. Uh, and and like then if you wanted to have a family. friends. And Wouldn't be fair on kids to be you moving them all the time. I'm going to go live at home. I, I, I grew up in Jerry. I, I love that place. And, yeah. and when you get comfortable yeah. at home, you just, you just sink into it. It is what it is. Life. Yeah, stay at home. Yeah. All right. Daniel, would you rather never be able to read again or never be able to hear music again? Never be able to read again. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I can't what? read anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was, <laughs> that was horrible. We don't read. Yeah, yeah. 
Now we read a bit. I got the Kindle out. I got the Kindle. I've read a few pages every But like, no, it's but not just reading a book, it's reading anything. You, you can't oh. read anything. Yeah, you can't read anything. You just, you, you oh, can't. oh, well, that's actually hard because when you're at like wow. a cafe or you just have to just. You know, reading the menu, you can't need, read your Instagram feed. So you need like audio, yeah. audio menus. Like how, and then we're not that advanced yet, you know? But you got this, oh, you can't. Imagine hear, ever hearing music ever again. Music's my favorite thing in the world. Like right. you could not listen to music. But then. But how, you can function in life. Without music, yeah, but, but I nah. don't think you could function without reading. No, not being able to. Whole uh, plane trip, we, I listen to music. It music's like what makes you happy. Yeah, I'm not going to read. I'm going no music for practicality of reasons, you would. but but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> she studied journalism. What do you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of those people. <laughs> one of those guys. She went to uni. One of those. <laughs> right, Penny. Would you rather pick your thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toe and kick a wall? Oh! <laughs> ah! Oh, oh, oh. The thought of that made me cringe. What's up? Oh, oh my God. Okay, would you rather pick your thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toe and then kick a wall? Oh, I'm going the farm. <laughs> I'm going the farm. No! The big toe makes fork, you big out. A fork's not even like thin oh, enough oh. to really lift it. You'd have to hack at it. Pitch but... up, putting a fucking toothpick under your f- toenail and kicking a wall. <laughs> it would be very painful, but I think that would be over faster. That would be like... Oh. High pain, but done. Oh my! The f- I just—I don't know. I could do it. Same that that the thought of oh. that fucks me up. Like my legs going like pins and needles. Oh. Foul. Where I'm going? I'm going the thumb. Pick it. No, I'm going this. I'm kicking the wall. Eh? Fuck. Yeah, it. get it over. Oh, up the toe. Oh, picture it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, Ben. Would you rather find one thousand roaches or a person living in your attic? Oh. Thousand roaches. Easily. Uh, I, don't answer that too soon. Like, really think about that. A thousand sh- roaches. Thousands a person. Of- a freaky, fucked up person. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This one stumped me for a very long time. That's so simple. Why? I, I, what? You have their bug spray. Boom. You've seen some insects over a human being living a in your basement. A thousand roaches just climbing over each other, taking up the whole oh, floor. An itchy human being living in there. <laughs> You'd be traumatized forever. I don't think I'd ever sleep in Could a house a really- again. Could be a nice. It's like is saying, the person you're, alive? You're saying yeah, pretty it's a person's much. alive. Well, it's okay. a ghost. So it's either yeah. a ghost or a person. It doesn't make. It's stupid. You're saying like, do you would you rather find a million dollars or ten dollars? It's the worst. No, it's not. It's the worst. Would you rather? No, it's not. Would you rather see a couple insects or a human living in your attic? It's not just a couple. <laughs> it's a thousand. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you got a good bug spray team, and they're gone. <laughs> A person could have a great story. You don't know why they're there. That's pretty true. Like, I was thinking about how intriguing that could would be. be. Someone's in your attic. Pretty cool. I'm going, I'm going bugs, but... <laughs> okay. All right. Rosa, would you rather play rock, paper, scissors for $500,000 or get $50,000 guaranteed? Rock off against Jack because I beat him every time. <laughs> Want to play? Yeah. yeah. We'll pretend this is it. All right. But sometimes when it really matters, I pull through. Yeah. Off you uh, go. Ready? Yeah. Scissors, paper, rock. Oh, yes! <laughs> I got it! Hey, you know what you said, said then? When it really matters, it pays off. Like, that is this This really matters right now. <laughs> this like, is yeah. 500. You won. Yeah, but that would have been great. I'll give you 20. Okay. Okay, this one's a real... This one, this one will get you guys. Jordan, would you rather know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Yeah, I've heard this one. I'd, I'd rather, rather it, but good. I'd rather know how for sure. Yeah, but then you also meant to say you get a car crash. You'll never want to go up into a car. Yeah. And you're just thinking every time you're in the car, you're like, I'm about to die. I'm about to, someone's about to, you'd be that 
high alert if you're in a car. Actually, to know when you're going to die could be pretty cool. Because I think when. You live it up before you go. Yeah. You just yeah. Like, and I feel like, I you know, it makes you, you know, like we're all got a time on our life, you know. Oh, yeah. Say it was, <laughs> they said you got um, 10 more years to live. You'd be like, all right, I'm going to make these 10 years the best year of my life. That could happen to us right now. We might be dead in 10 years. We might be di- dead in four, four years. You know, you never know how long we can live. Mm. You'd actually live a better life you if would. you knew when you were going to die. Yeah, the, I when, think that when. too. Like if you found out it's going to be in like a year, you're not going to like stay in your job. You're going to nah. go see the world. Yeah. And yeah, like, you're going to do yeah. the best experiences and really cherish every moment of it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm coming back on your side because I watched a bucket list the other day. And that's, it's one of my favourite movies of all time. Yeah. I love it so, so much. I'm crying it. So yeah, if you did find out it was uh, by 45 which is an awkward time, but I'd you just fucking live you like, large. Yeah. Live each day like it's your last. If you found out it was 100. Ronan Keating. You'd slow the fuck down. You'd relax. That's pretty cool, but you'd be like, fucking out. Last one. Anna, spend two years with your soulmate before they die mm. or a lifetime with someone that you settled for. Oh, fucking hell. Two years would go so fast. Jesus. So fast, but it's the love of your life. Yeah, I'd do oh. that. I'd do that. But then you're alone for the rest of your life. You no, know, no, no one should settle. Settling's the worst thing you yeah, can ever do. I like that. I believe in that as well. Fuck that. Don't settle. But, would you, but okay, but like, if you... Okay. <laughs> okay. Sarah's a settler. <laughs> you can still have flings. You can have flings up until you have your, your soulmate. Yeah, okay, but say you met your soulmate tomorrow, you have two great years. Oh, then you can't. Oh. And then you're, 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 nothing will ever compare to that again, and you'll probably just be alone for the rest of your life, and that's a lot of time to kill by that, yourself. But at least you had that beautiful love. That makes me sad. You know, that real, deep, true love. That makes or me sad. Or you can have just, a good, no, just you, a good love. No, you can't settle. <laughs> but I guess if you chose to settle, you wouldn't really know what you're missing out on. You'd probably think it was sweet. I a would. lot of people would settle well, without I knowing like if you're settled. settling, yeah. Well, if you're settling, you know you're settling. Yeah, you know, you know you're settling. You know? And your whole life are going to be like, like you, what You're going to have good yeah. times. There's going to be times that's good, but there's going to be times where you're just not actually that happy. But true, I know what you're saying. Like, do you? Because I feel like even if you found your soulmate, you could be like, what if? Yeah. Maybe? Well, it's, it's more like... like... grass might be greener. Yeah, that. But also, like, if, you, if you've had the best of the best... The love yeah. of your life. Fuck. Nothing will ever no, be No, no, no. If you have the love of your life, you're not thinking the grass is greener. You're so into them and yeah. it's just beautiful and... But two, that is true. Like two is so you're with them from now for two years, and then your whole rest of your life, another forty years, will never years, compare. Will never compare. It's so fucking. I want to cry. Jesus. Man. Yeah, and then you would like. Then you're I'd settling. feel bad being with a new partner after that because then they know you're settling yeah. because they know you'd already. Oh, that's. I feel I, like, I'm not, I'm I'm gonna go with the, that love because you're still gonna settle after that anyway. You're gonna have to settle with something after that. I feel so sad. <laughs> Like, Sorry. talking about this. I shouldn't have done this to you Wait, guys. I remember you had a really good would you rather sent in. Remember when we talked about it and we were like... Oh, yeah, I know. Would you rather have braces for the rest of your life? You can only rotate between yellow and pink bands or your house is your parents' lounge room forever. Like, picture the lounge room and TV and shit plus your drawers and beside and bedside table floating around the lounge room and that is your bedroom. You are bringing your future wife and kids into this lounge room. Yeah, we spoke about that. So I'm 100%. I'm getting the, the braces. Did you ever have braces? No, I never had braces. I didn't. I had braces. They're really shit. And it's painful and they cut your mouth and stuff? It's painful. You have to go get them tightened every month Mm. and it really hurts and you get food stuck in them Mm. and the colours, like the coloured bands, everyone thinks they're a good idea but they just go like a weird colour after a while. That's a really good would you rather. 
like your your parents' living room is your fucking your room forever. Nah, braces. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I reckon you can rock braces. Like you can nearly make them like agreed, an accessory. Agreed. Oh. Like people getting like diamonds and then it's just kind of like a worse version of that. Pink and yellow. Worst, it's like grills, but Pink like it's just not as cool. Do we get a privacy in our? Living room? Yeah, you get privacy. Like it's no one's just gonna barge into our family home anytime soon. No, no, let's make it like, nah. let's make it interesting. Yeah, I reckon they you can have a bit of privacy. Yeah, okay. My mom has great taste. Like she has a really mm. nice. What living about room. when you have a kid and your boyfriend, your husband? <laughs> he has to live there forever. Will he want that? <sighs> Sarah won't ever get married. Hey, uh, yes, I <laughs> will. Attachment style. Yeah. Was it yeah. good? <laughs> avoidant or oh. yeah, avoidant. Okay. Yeah, I really... think I'm gonna go braces. Yeah, we're all braces. We all have the Colgate smile. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for sending them for through. What did I just come out weird? Well, we need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Time to <laughs> sleep. Done sleep. Yeah. Thanks. Keep sending them through. We love them. And we love you. Falcon. Yes, Jack. Tell you what's really degrading and makes me so sad and doesn't happen often this this top point of our life but it's just fucked go getting yelled at as an adult not good by an adult i don't honestly there's not much more of like a power move than being getting yelled at oh. you just get belittled and like being yelled at and you're in the wrong and you can't give it back to them you're done it's so they own you it's so rare to get yelled at as an adult by an adult, mm. don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That doesn't happen often. If that happens, you've either got a crazy person on the other side of you, or you fucked up so bad, bad. Yeah. When you shouldn't have. It happened to me the other day when we we're down the coast. Scott Ivan was it a crazy person, or did you fuck up? I fucked up, mm-hmm. but like that makes sense, and it's pretty fair because we're skydiving and it's pretty like life or death. Yeah, <laughs> and some of the things I did could have killed me. So anyway, I rocked up, rocked up to Maruya, beautiful place. Great people, great drop zone. And um, I went by myself. So I went down there and there's all these people there. They all know each other and shit. And there's always like a head sky jumper, like what drops. Headmaster. Headmaster or whatever they're called. At the drop zone, they like are in charge and everything. And it's so fair enough because, you know, I walked in and I, and I didn't have, my head wasn't up my ass or anything. I was like, you know, you go there and you really want to take it serious because it's fucking pretty hectic. Mm. Anyway, I got there and I was like nervous and I hadn't jumped in four months. So I had to do a recurrency. I had jumped like maybe 48 times by that point. Which sounds like a lot, but it's actually not. Like, you're considered a learner until you've literally jumped like 500 times, mm. maybe 300 times. Mm. And anyway, so I got there and he's, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just doing my recurrency, blah, blah. And he's like, sussing me out, like, you know, okay, is this guy know what the fuck's going on or what? And then, anyway, I got my, uh, my shoot and I fucking couldn't even, barely did my gear check properly and shit. I just was like, in my head, I was, it was a new place. And then after you get your gear on and you're ready to jump, he's like, pointing out the drop zone, like, where to land because it depends on the wind like you've got to land into winds and you've got to do like a landing pattern at certain feet you've got an altitude meter on your hand so at a thousand feet you've got to come in a certain way then 500 then 250 and land a, a, a certain way because there's so many people in the air and you don't want to crash at a low altitude because you'll fucking kill yourself yeah, yeah. so it's really they dangerous they, had, they put this like landing pattern in so everyone follows it so it's like not everyone's going in and out like yeah. in at each other and very stuff. dangerous especially with the wind and the wind can change and every kilometer of the wind matters so much anyway so we're like gearing up and there because it's on the water you have to wear a floaty a floaty boy around your waist like this little life vest yeah. life vest Anyway, so I'm like, so much going on and I've got these two people that I've met, just become mates with and they wanted to jump with me and I was like, all right, sweet. There's so much going on. I was like, 
fuck yeah, this is going to be sick, but I'm not prepared, like just kind of freaking out. And so I get there and I don't have my fucking flotation on. So you're about to get hop into you're the. About to get in the plane and they and they and he's like, mate, where's your fucking? He's like, where's your fucking flotation? And I was like, oh fuck, sorry. And he's like, we're we're gonna leave. We're leaving without you. And I was like, shit. And me and this girl ran with me. So I'm off to a bad start. She ran with me and she's like, fucking, got the flotation for me. I put it on, good to go. And he and then he's like, have you looked at the map because they draw out the way you have to land with the wind. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I looked at it, but I looked at it like ten minutes ago and he just changed it. I didn't know. I was like, I've looked at. It. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I've just look, like, looked at it. And he's like, I've changed it, you know. And I, at this point, everyone's on the fucking plane. And I couldn't – I would have had to – if I had to go back and check it, he wouldn't have let me on. Yeah. And I just thought I had, to be honest. I just – I wasn't being a dick. I was actually thought I'd checked it and I was so flustered. This guy's fucking yelling at me. I was like, fuck. Anyway, I hadn't because he changed it. So I hadn't checked it. And he, we went up there and he's like, he's like, listen, mate, around here we don't fuck around. He's like, that's what he's so saying. is this in the plane? No, no, you're on the walk to the plane. Everyone's yeah. in front of us. He goes, we don't fuck around. If you're not ready, we fucking leave without you. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting fucking screamed at by an adult right now. <laughs> so degrading. And this guy's a really nice guy, but I think he does that a lot to um, show who's boss and put you in your place and show that yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah, not, it's, not like it's not a game. If, if you fuck up and you hurt someone else, that's kind of on him. Like, oh, the whole company will go down. You know, because say, say you didn't know what way to fly in and you're flying the opposite way and you hit someone, <laughs> that's your fault, but yeah. you fucking killed someone else at the same time. So, like, it's valid. The yelling yeah. is valid to, so, like, get your head straight. So, anyway, so he said that and I was like, yeah, sweet. Went up there and then it gets worse. So, I, <laughs> I didn't know the landing pattern because they'd changed. So I've got down to a thousand feet and I'm, I, I pulled really late. So I was like third down and these guys under me were so much different spot than what I was. I got to a thousand feet and I literally was like over the fucking bushes, like so far away. And I was like, oh my God, I've fucked up so bad. I don't, they're all landing in this complete opposite direction and I, I wouldn't have made it in time. So I'm coming in full steam ahead and you have to land into wind so you slow down and I'm flying in at downwind just to make it to the spot and I was like please god please let this guy be in the toilet doing a shit and not see this Mm. like I beg and plead that he's not seeing this anyway I come down and I just straight into it I was literally going like fucking 60 k's an hour I, I landed I was like Jack don't stack because if you stack, he's going to fuck you up and send you <laughs> home. And so I was like mm-hmm. coming to land and I flared and I was running faster than Usain Bolt, like on the ground just to not stack. I was like, <laughs> don't fall, don't fall. And my legs were running that quick. Like I couldn't even keep up with my body. And somehow I didn't stack and I like ran out of it. Anyway, I got back to the drop hangar and he's like, mate, we need to have a chat. Didn't yell at me. He just gave me a proper fucking speaking to. And then the next day, so that was bad enough. Then the next day, us three got there. Yeah. And so Falk rocked up and went jumping. And we're with this other kid as well. And we're all at the same level. We all done like 50 jumps. And we've got to the thing and we're all excited, bit cocky, you know, like we've jumped, I jumped like five times a day before. We're about to jump on the plane and he's looking at us and he's like, you trying to kill yourself? And I was like, what? And he's like, so you want to kill yourself, do you? And I was like, what do you mean? And then everyone, there's like eight people standing around staring at my strap on my chest. I had my fucking chest strap on wrong. And then he come over and he pulled it out and my chest strap completely just opened up. And that means I would have died. Well, you would have nearly fallen out of your parachute. Yeah, you fall on 200 k's an hour when you pull your chute. So you pull your chute oh, and it's, it's... Yeah, it would have ripped out. You just feel so I felt belittled. belittled. Yeah, like, like oh. a little kid. You feel like a little kid again. Have you been yelled at? Well, this is a f- couple of years ago, but... I got proper yelled at, but 
they weren't that much older than us. They were like mates. So it was, it was Dom's old housemates up in Wollongong. They're the most lovely people ever. Like, this guy is honestly the loveliest guy ever. And I'm so sad that he had to get angry and yell at us. <laughs> so it was after yours and yours one year. We'd been at the festival all day and then we went back to Dom's place because he lived in Wollongong and we're back at his and we he had a crossbow, like a bow and arrow, and we started shooting it in, <laughs> so dumb, but we started shooting it at his bed <laughs> for fun. A target. Yeah, for, as a target. And so his other housemate was there with us, Tim. So it was like me, Dom, Tim, and Bill, and we're shooting this bow around and we thought we are shooting it into the mattress, but it was going through the mattress into walls. <sighs> So dumb. Anyway, oh, so we leave that uh, house and then we go to a, another house, like a bit of a kick-ons, and we all party in there and then it gets to like, it's early hours in the morning and we're like, fuck it, let's go home and have a bit of sleep before the next day because it's a two-day festival. Go back to his house. Little did we know that the other housemate had already gone back to the house and messaged Dom and Tim saying, hey, what the fuck's going on? Oh. So they knew, but they didn't tell us and they didn't want to come back. They wanted to stay at the house. So we went back to Dom's house oh. and we get there and he's obviously just seen it. He's intoxicated and he's not happy and a hundred like I would be oh. in the exact same state as him like he was standing on like a staircase and looking down at us and just roasting oh. us like roasting me and Bill and a few others there like on and it was it was so disrespectful How and it was so bad just were you to but it felt weird because we're with Dom and Tim and they yeah, live in the house yeah, and true. they're doing it so we're just doing like like it's their house we don't were Dom and Tim there when you went back no. Just you? Yeah, just me and Bill. And Bill oh, my God. So, he, so he's like his missus was pregnant at the time. Oh. And oh. Remember Bill telling like, me he was properly screaming? Yeah, he was like, yelling. And like, and there's nothing you can say back because we were fully in the wrong. But it didn't stop for like five minutes. And he's like, what are you, you going to say? I'm like, 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 we're sorry. Like, there's nothing like we can say. And then we had to pack up our bags and go. Like fully had to leave the house. Like. <laughs> We got deported out of there. But um, but it was funny because Dom and that police should have copped it, but they didn't want to come home. But they sent us there to just <laughs> yeah. cop it. We were like on the firing line. We are like the, the first first responders. Dom's probably really... had it before and he's like, I'm not going back there. Nah, Good luck. Nah. So you just took all the heat. Yeah. I hope I don't get yelled at again. By an adult. It's not a good feeling. It's not good, eh? Takes me back to, yeah, primary school. Yeah. Like, and even high school, like, remember the woodwork teacher, Mr. Randall, just fucking screaming at me. It's not fun. It's yeah. not fun at all. Yeah. It's a good way to get power over someone, though. It is. I might try it, actually. Yeah. Fuck it. DMS. It's DM's time. DMS and we'll answer the phone. Let's do it. It's getting worse. Yeah. All right. I didn't even smile. All right. Okay. <laughs> I well, that was pretty creative, to be honest. <laughs> no. All right. This first one's from Naya and it says, "Hey boys, need some need some dating advice." I met this girl at Ed Sheeran show in Sydney and we had a great time dancing together and serenaded each other. I got her number and she told me to message her. I messaged her later and no avail which means no availability any ideas on whether to leave it or take the facts approach to it <laughs> cheers boys i messaged the number later to no avail does that mean she wasn't available or it just went to like message bank or like well, she message so like there's no reply i think oh fuck he's been red dotted take the facts approach i reckon if, it, if you feel like you had a proper connection give her one more message yeah. maybe it was giving, not the right message but it's giving red flag vibes mm, i don't know i reckon you give it a shot I can, one yeah. more shot. What's one more shot? I can Nayan is he needs to he's in his slayer, so I can go for the second. Go, you got it too to make it true. Like 
Go down swinging. If you're falcon, you obviously do like seven to make it true. But like, I reckon you don't go past two. Yeah, two, two, is, two is a good number. Yeah. Yeah. And to the point they've, you know, you keep going like falcon, they feel sorry for you and they reply. So that's you, nice. Meeting at like a, a music concert, that's fairy tale that's stuff. That's beautiful. Why did that you was like, Matt's, I'd love to do that. I, I feel like that's a fairy tale ending. Especially Ed Sheeran. It's not like an underage. I know. Ed, Ed that's Sheeran. love is in the air. Real deep shit. It's like midlife, like beautiful souls there, you know? Fuck. I hope it works out for you. Let us know how it goes. But yeah, give her another message and just... Uh, we want to hear about the fairy tale or you moving on to better and bigger things. Yeah. Um, okay, so Georgia. Even after all you boys said missionary was your number one, who do you reckon is the best in bed out of you three? <laughs> I didn't say missionary was my favourite. I said squatting. The squatting. <laughs> so the weird. squatter. Who do you, well, well, who do you yeah. reckon is the best in bed out of us three? Hmm. Me, me, you and uh, Dom. Yeah. I'm gonna have to play uh... <laughs> the big bird. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I know. I reckon I know. maybe, maybe uh, Dom. Yeah, it's hard. I haven't had sex with either of them, so I don't really know. But uh... maybe. Oh, well, Stezzy likes to blow quick, so yeah. I think he's out of there. I'm, I'm out. I think you're out. Maybe Dom, the the Slovakian yeah. sex man. I can picture Dom getting pretty sweaty. Yeah. He'd get real sweaty and he does some fucking... He does some sus things. He'd be a f- freaky man. I know he does sus things. Even though he said missionary, he tried to keep it tame on the podcast. I heard... No, he told me face to face and you what he did the other night. And that's hey. not fucking... So I'm going to say Dom. Yeah. We'll go Dom. Although I think the, nah. the, the big bird would be a pretty heavy <laughs> jackrabbit at times. Uh, nah, no. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Dom. All right. Okay. So I've got some inspiration for us. And it's from Ezekiel. And it goes, there are only two people in the world you need to make proud. Eight-year-old you and 80-year-old you. So it's been like, you don't need to impress anyone. You just need to impress yourself. Like, I mean, make mm. proud. Like, I don't get it. Why eight-year-old you? Because eight-year-old you is like, that's who like you look up to, you know, I think. I'm so confused with that. Maybe it's not, you don't have to die. Is that so- right, Sarah? <laughs> So it's like, if you're making eight-year-old you proud, it's like, when, you, when you're when you eight years old, you're like, I want to be the best version of me when yeah. I grow up. I want to do what I want to do. Kind yeah. of thing. So that's really sweet. So if you're making eight-year-old you proud, then you're still someone that eight-year-old you can look up to. But then 80-year-old you is looking back on your life and wants to know, did I do everything I wanted to do? Oh, you're trying to impress yeah. you, you know, make your, your little eight-year-old proud. Mm. And then, yeah, yeah, well, what Sarah just said. So I'm not going to keep going over it because <laughs> it's not coming out of my mouth that well. But you, I like the saying. Do you think you've done that? I think so, yeah. Mm. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can always so. grow. Yeah. But fuck it. I'm that happy. I always said if I died, I'd be happy. I'd be so happy. If you died tomorrow. Yeah, like yeah, the life same. I've lived. I couldn't squeeze any more into my life if yeah. I tried. Not a single bit. Yeah, me too. There's still a couple of things I wouldn't have done, like bank accounts and shit. But like, like there's that this... makes you who you are. <laughs> Good. That, yeah, not Doesn't really. kill you, makes you stronger. Little All right. Eight, little eight-year-old Stezzy. Hey. Little prick. Little, little fella. Smart-ass little cockhead. No, joking. Love you. Um, anyway, nothing's changed. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks guys, and we'll see you next week. Whoa, 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 whoa! What about the old follow button or the rating of the podcast that I think Falcon just forgot to mention? Because if you want to do that, you can do that. It makes us happy. Why not? Actually, while you're at it, just send. The, if you like the episode, send it to a mate. Send it to your group chat. Actually, <laughs> righty then. <laughs> righty then. Bye. <laughs>